You're listening to KPDO 89.3 FM Pescadero Radio. Estás escuchando KPDO 89.3 Pescadero Radio. This is the Shields and Talbot Show, and this segment is going to be about student thoughts and reflections after their reading of the book Stamped, Racism, Anti-Racism, and You by Jason Reynolds and Ibram X. Kendi from the fall 2020 semester. I can't think of a more pertinent and valid time than to be sharing this with my community than in this very moment and leave you all with the voices and thoughts of the youth in this community. Last semester, my eighth grade middle school students read two books, An Indigenous People's History of the United States and Stamped from the Beginning. And it definitely started inquiry into the systemic racism and marginalization, settler colonialism um, that has long been the history of the United States for the past 600 years. Um, hemos explorado dos libros, una historia de la gente indígena de los Estados Unidos y estampado desde la comenzar un libro sobre la historia de racismo en los Estados Unidos. Y esos dos libros han comenzado un buen conversación con los estudiantes sobre los orígenes del racismo, la discriminación y los problemas que tenemos en la sociedad en el tiempo presente. What I'm going to do is share with you the first chapter and the last chapter of Stamp from the Beginning, and then go right into the thoughts of the students and their reactions to reading Stamp from the Beginning. Um, understanding racism and how that ties to their identity and the inner workings of our society. Los estudiantes tienen muchos pensamientos después que ellos leyeron esos libros. Lo que voy a hacer es leer un poco en inglés los capítulo, lo primer capítulo y la último capítulo del libro y después voy a traducir los pensamientos de los estudiantes. So let us begin. Um, Stamp by the beginning, a uh, stamp from the beginning, racism, anti-racism in you by Jason Reynolds and Ibram X. Kendi. This book is <laughs> starts us off with the thief known as racism is all around. The construct of race has always been used to gain and keep power, to create dynamics that separate and silence. Racist ideas are woven into the fabric of this country. And the first step to building an anti-racist America is acknowledging America's racist past and present. This book takes you on that journey, showing how racist ideas started and were spread and how they can be discredited. So our chapter one, introduction. Dear reader, to know the past is to know the present. To know the present is to know yourself. I write about the history of racism to understand racism today. I want to understand racism today to understand how it is affecting me today. I want you to understand racism today to understand how it is affecting you and America today. The book you're holding is the remix of my book, Stand From the Beginning, a narrative history of racist and anti-racist ideas. A racist idea is an idea that suggests something is wrong or right, superior or inferior, better or worse about a racial group. An anti-racist idea is any idea that suggests that racial groups are equals. Racist and anti-racist ideas have lived in human minds for nearly 600 years. Born in Western Europe in the mid 1400s, racist ideas traveled to colonial America and has lived in the United States from its beginning. I chronicled their entire life in Stamp from the Beginning. 
The novelist Jason Reynolds adapted Stamp from the Beginning into this book for you. I wish I learned this history at your age, but there were no books telling the complete story of racist ideas. Some books told parts of the story. I hardly wanted to read them though. Most were so, so boring, written in ways I could not relate to, but not Jason's books, not this book. Jason is one of the most gifted writers and thinkers of our time. I don't know of anyone who would have been better at connecting the past to the present for you. Jason is a great writer in the purest sense. A great writer snatches the human eye in the way that is a thumping beat snatches the human ear. Makes your head bob up and down. It's hard to stop when the beat is on. A great writer makes my head bob from side to side. It is hard to stop when the book is open. I don't think I'm a great writer like Jason, but I do think I'm a courageous writer. I wrote Stamp from the beginning with my cell phone on, with my television on, with my anger on, with my joy on, always thinking on and on. I watched the televised and untelevised life of the shooting star of hashtag Black Lives Matter during America's stormiest nights. I watched the televised and untelevised killings of unarmed black human beings at the hands of cops and wannabe cops. I somehow managed to write Stamp from the beginning between the heartbreaking deaths of 17-year-old Trayvon Martin and 17-year-old Darnisha Harris and 12-year-old Tamir Rice and 16-year-old Kimani Gray and 18-year-old Michael Brown. Heartbreaks that are a product of America's history of racist ideas as much as a history of racist ideas is a product of these heartbreaks. Meaning, if not for racist ideas, George Zimmerman would not have thought the hooded Florida teen who liked LeBron James, hip hop, and South Park how to be a robber. Zimmerman's racist ideas in 2012 transformed an easygoing Trayvon Martin walking home from a 7-Eleven, holding watermelon juice and Skittles into a menace to society holding danger. Racist ideas cause people to look at an innocent black face and see a criminal. If not for racist ideas, Trayvon would still be alive. His dreams of becoming a pilot would still be alive. Young black males are 21 times more likely to be killed by police and their white counterparts than their white counterparts between 2010 and 2012, according to federal statistics. The under-recorded, under-analyzed racial disparities between female victims of lethal, of lethal police force may be even greater. Black people are five times more likely to be incarcerated than whites. I'm no math whiz, but if black people make up 13% of the United States population, then black people should make up somewhere close to 13% of the Americans killed by the police and somewhere close to 13% of the Americans sitting in prison. But today, the United States remains nowhere close to racial equality. African-Americans make up 40% of the incarcerated population. These are racial inequalities older than the life of the United States. Even before Thomas Jefferson and the other founders declared independence in 1776, Americans were arguing over racial inequities, over why they exist and persist, and over why white Americans as a group were prospering more than black Americans as a group. Historically, there have been three groups involved in this heated argument, both segregationists and assimilationists, as I call these racist positions in Stamp from the Beginning, think black people are to blame for racial inequity. Both the segregationists and the assimilationists think there is something wrong with black people. And that's why black people are on the lower and dying end of racial inequity. The assimilationists believe black people as a group can be changed for the better and the segregationists do not. The segregationists and the assimilationists are challenged by anti-racists. The anti-racists there say there is nothing wrong or right about black people and everything wrong with racism. 
The anti-racists say racism is the problem in need of changing, not black people. The anti-racists try to transform racism. The assimilationists try to transform black people. The segregationists try to get away from black people. These are the three distinct racial, racial positions you will hear throughout stamped racism, anti-racism, and you. The segregationists, the assimilationists, and the anti-racists, and how they each have rationalized ra racial inequity. In writing Stamp from the beginning, I did not want to just write about racist ideas. I wanted to discover the source of racist ideas. When I was in school and first really learning about racism, I was taught the popular origin story. I was taught that ignorant and hateful people had produced racist ideas and these racist people had instituted racist policies. But when I learned the motives behind the production of racist ideas, it became obvious that this folktale though sensible, was not true. I found that the need of, of powerful people to defend racist policies that benefited them led them to produce racist ideas. And when unsuspecting people consumed these racist ideas, they became ignorant and hateful. Think of it this way. There are only two potential explanations for racial inequity, for why white people were free and black people were enslaved in the United States. Either racist policies force black people into enslavement or animalistic black people were fit for slavery. Now, if you make a lot of money enslaving people, then to defend your business, you want people to believe that black people are fit for slavery. You will produce and circulate this racist idea to stop abolitionists from challenging slavery, from abolishing what is making you rich. You see the racist policies of slavery arrive first and then racist ideas follow to justify slavery. And these racist ideas make people ignorant about racism and hateful of racial groups. When I began writing Stamp from the beginning, I must confess that I held quite a few racist ideas. Yes, me, I'm an African-American, I'm a historian of African-Americans, but it's important to remember that racist ideas are ideas. Anyone can produce them or consume them as this book shows. I thought there were certain things wrong with black people and other racial groups. Fooled by racist ideas, I did not fully, re fully realize that the only thing wrong with black people is that we think something is wrong with black people. I did not fully realize that the only thing extraordinary about white people is that they think something is extraordinary about white people. There are lazy, hardworking, wise, unwise, harmless, and harmful individuals of every race, but no racial group is better or worse than another racial group in any way. Committed to this anti-racist idea of group equality, I was able to discover self-critique and shed the racist ideas I had consumed over my lifetime while I uncovered and exposed the racist ideas that others have produced over the lifetime of America. The first step to building an anti-racist America is acknowledging America's racist past. By acknowledging America's racist past, we can acknowledge America's racist present. In acknowledging America's racist present, we can work toward building an anti-racist America an anti-racist America where no racial group has more or less or is thought of as more or less, an anti-racist America where the people no longer hate on racial groups or try to change racial groups, an anti-racist America where our skin color is as irrelevant as the colors of the clothes over our skin. And an anti-racist America is sure to come. No power lasts forever. There will come a time when Americans will realize that the only thing wrong with Black people is that they think something is wrong with Black people. 
There will come a time when racist ideas will no longer obstruct us from seeing the complete and utter abnormality of racial disparities. There will come a time when we will love humanity, when we will gain the courage to fight for an equitable society for our beloved humanity, knowing intelligently that when we fight for humanity, we are fighting for ourselves. There will come a time, maybe, just maybe, that time is now. In solidarity, Ibram X. Kendi. Afterward, how do you feel? I mean, I hope after reading this not history history book, you're left with some answers. I hope it's clear how the construct of race has always been used to gain and keep power, whether financially or politically. How it has always been used to create dynamics that separate us to keep us quiet, to keep the ball of white and rich privilege rolling. And that it's not woven into people as much as it is woven into policy that people adhere to and believe is truth. Laws that have kept black people from freedom, from voting, from education, from insurance, from housing, from government assistance, from healthcare, from shopping, from walking, from driving, from breathing. Laws that treat black human beings like nothing. No, like animals. Let's go with that, animals. If we call a particular person a dog long enough, someone who is not like that person and who has more power than that person will believe it. Especially if we give the powerful person a leash and justify putting it around the oppressed person's neck. If we justify feeding them dog food, if we muzzle them when they bark, claiming that their barks as well as their whines are violent, if we clip their tail, their ears, punish them when they chew up the house, when they gnaw at the wooden door, and if we can convince the person with power that a child is a dog, if we present fraudulent pedigree papers, why they even question humans as dogs, being considered pets, being owned, trained, used, bred, and sold. This is how racism works. I mean, all it takes is the right kind of media to spark it, to spin it. At least that's what history has shown us. Tell a certain story, a certain way, Make a movie that paints you as a hero. Get enough people on your side to tell you you're right and you're right, even if you're wrong. And once you've been told you're right long enough, and once your being right has led you to a profitable and privileged life, you do anything to not be proven wrong. Even pretend human beings aren't human beings. From Zurara to Harriet Beecher Stowe, Sojourner Truth to Audre Lorde, Ida B. Wells Barnett to Zora Zeal Hurtson, Frederick Douglass to Marcus Garvey, Jack Johnson to Muhammad Ali, Tarzan to Planet of the Apes, Moraney to Public Enemy, Langston Hughes to James Baldwin, Cotton Mather to Thomas Jefferson, to William Lloyd Garrison to W.E.B. Dubois, to Angela Davis, to Angela Davis, to Angela Davis, leads back to the question of whether you, reader, want to be a segregationist a hater, an assimilationist, a coward, or an anti-racist, someone who truly loves. Choice is yours. Don't freak out. Just breathe in, inhale, hold it. Now exhale slowly. Now. You're listening to KPDO 89.3 FM radio. Estás escuchando KPDO 89.3 Pesquera Radio.
parte de recibiendo buenas respuestas de sus estudiantes es para tener una buena pregunta, ¿verdad? Entonces, la pregunta que yo pregunté a mis estudiantes, no, la pregunta no es perfecta, pero yo pregunté a mis estudiantes, después de leer el libro sobre racismo, ¿en qué elementos de acción puede pensar para apoyar a otros en su comunidad? ¿Cómo ustedes pueden apoyar a otros en su comunidad? Part of getting really good in-depth uh, answers from students is having a really good question. And at the time I, I had these two, uh, they're not perfect, but by all means they do shed light on the understanding that our students have uh, more so even than, than adults. And that is why uh, voices of children need to be centered and listened to. The first question was after reading the book, what action items can you think of in order to support others in your community um, or ways that you would change your uh, community to make it happier? Um, I'm gonna read some in, uh, I'm going to translate back and forth between English and Spanish, so hang tight. Siento que las personas deben tener más cuidado con sus palabras y cómo hablan y tratan a otras personas en nuestra comunidad y en la aula. Otro estudiante. Creo que la escuela debería ser un entorno menos controlado o ser menos controlado con nosotros. Otro estudiante. Creo que al, al menos denunciamos el racismo. Esto realmente podría ayudar a erradicar el racismo y lo que significa. Creo que esto ayudaría enormemente al problema que tenemos en el mundo en tratando otras personas de manera diferente y podríamos mostrarle a la gente que ellos son importantes y defendiéndoles. I feel that people need to be more careful with their words and how they talk and treat other people in our community and in the classroom. Another student. I think school should be less a less controlling environment. Another student. I think we at least call out racism. This really could help with stamping out racism and what it means. I think this would greatly help the problem the world has with treating people not like equals. And we could show people that they matter by standing up for them. Tal vez si alguien viene a la escuela y no habla inglés, en lugar de tener que aprender inglés, podríamos aprender su idioma. Otro estudiante, después de leer este libro, algunas acciones que deb debemos hacer para apoyar la comunidad es tratar a todos igual. Simplemente no entiendo por qué eso es tan difícil. Todo el mundo tiene que entender que el hecho de que alguien sea más oscuro de piel, que tú no tienes, significa automáticamente que no sea un criminal. Todos deberían ocuparse de sus propios asuntos. Y si ven a alguien con quien tengo problemas, van a ayudar sin importa su color de piel, raza, pronombres, identidad sexual o género. I think, oh, where I read that one. Maybe if someone comes to the school and they don't speak English, instead of having them learn English, we could learn their language. After reading Stamp from the beginning, some action items we could do to support our community is treat everyone the same. I just don't understand why that is hard. Everyone has to understand that just because someone is darker than you, it doesn't automatically, automatically mean they are a criminal. Everyone should mind their own business and they see someone in trouble, they go help regardless of their skin color, race, pronouns, sexual identity, and gender. To support other people in my community, it would be helpful if there was a bit more communication. If there's more communication, I do think that things concerning school and parents would go smoother. 
Para apoyar a otras personas de mi comunidad, sería útil si hubiera un poco más de comunicación. Si hay más comunicación, creo que las cosas relacionado, relacionadas con la escuela y los padres irían mejor. Otro estudiante. Tener energía positiva al entrar y estar en la escuela. Y tener buen humor en la escuela para que se siente mucho mejor y vuelva a sentirse normal. Y esperando que otro, otros hagan lo mismo. Having positive energy when entering and being in school and having a, a being in a good mood at school to make it feel a lot better and feel normal, normal again and hoping that others will do the same. Be nice to everyone, or at least don't talk crud about people because you never know what someone is going through at home in their head and their mental health, especially during these times where people get lonely and depressed. Also, I believe that students could not be pressured into doing presentations in class. Many students struggle with social anxiety and it might be a big step for students. I don't really know, but helping my community would realize that we are all the same and to treat everyone how you want to be treated. And same with going back to school, treat everyone how you want to be treated. Ser amable con todos, porque nunca se sabe lo que está pasando a alguien en la casa, en su cabeza o en su salud mental. Durante ese tiempo, la gente se siente sola y deprimida. También creo que no se debe presionar a los estudiantes para que hagan presentaciones en clase. Muchos estudiantes luchan con la ansiedad social y podría ser un gran paso para los estudiantes. Realmente no lo sé, pero ayudar a mi comunidad me daría cuenta que, de, que todos somos iguales y, de tra y tratar a todos como quieres que te traten a ti. Y lo mismo con volver a la escuela. Trata a todos como quieres que te traten a ti. The last question I asked them, these are just two out of all that I asked him. Are you feeling sad about the current state of events around racial injustice? Name it. What are you feeling? Frustrated, confused? ¿Te sientes triste por el estado actual de los acontecimientos relacionados con la injusticia racial? Racial. ¿Cómo te sientes? Injusticia racial. Nombrarlo. ¿Te sientes frustrado? Quizás confundido. And these are the stories the students shared with me. Y esos son los estudiantes que, esas son las historias que los estudiantes compartieron conmigo. Last night, when me and my dad were driving down Gaza's Creek Road, we were looking at all of where the fire burned, and my dad told me that the ash is good for the plants, but only native plants would grow back. I started to think that since invasive plants are becoming such a problem, why don't we have controlled burning? That way the native plants would grow back. He told me the Native Americans used to do that a while ago, but now it's against the law. He said the reason it's most likely against the law is because if we have controlled burning, then they won't be able to log the forest and make money from the lumber. But if there's no controlled burning, then when there is a fire, then would end up growing huge like the recent one, and then there'd be no trees to log, also, which makes no sense. Since the government wants to make money, they do a lot of things that don't just affect the environment, but also the people. For example, preventing the Native Americans from doing something they've always done, like controlled burning. Anoche mi padre y yo estábamos conduciendo por la carretera del Arroyo Gazos. Estábamos mirando todos los lugares donde um, había el fuego, y mi papá me dijo que la ceniza es buena para la planta pero que solo las plantas nativas volvieran a crecer. Empecé a pensar que dado que las plantas invasoras se están convirtiendo en un problema, ¿por qué no hemos controlado la quema de esa manera? 
solo la planta nativa volvería a crecer. Me dijo que los nativos americanos solían hacer eso por un tiempo, pero ahora está controlado por la ley. Dijo que la razón por qué está controlado por la ley es porque ellos quieren ganar dinero um, a través de cortando los árboles. Pero hemos visto que una quema controlada pudiera apoyar nuestra comunidad para parar un incendio como hemos tenido. Lo que hace no tiene sentido, ya que el gobierno quiere hacer dinero y hace muchas cosas que no solo afectan al medio ambiente, sino también a la gente. Por ejemplo, impidiendo que los nativos americanos hagan algo que siempre han hecho, como quemar bajo de control, porque no lo utilizamos de esta manera. Another student, low-key kind of mad because in our world, racism is really bad. Otro estudiante, un poco loco porque en nuestro mundo el racismo es muy malo. Another student, yes, I'm feeling sad about the country we're in right now because there is so much stuff going on that we don't see. This really doesn't make me feel frustrated because we can't do as much without finding out what it is. And that could take a while to find the hidden messages and everything that makes it racist. But we can stand up and learn if we try hard. Throughout this book, I kept on thinking that I couldn't get any worse. I felt disappointed in what happened. All the dumb reasons that terrible things happen, the land of the free was not free and still isn't free. I'm just sad. Si me siento triste por el país en el que estamos ahora mismo porque están sucediendo muchas cosas que no ves. Esto realmente me hace sentir frustrado porque no podemos hacer tanto sin descubrir qué es y eso podría llevar un tiempo en encontrar los mensajes ocultos en todo lo que lo que lo hace racista. Pero podemos hacer frente a esto si nos enforzamos. A lo largo del libro seguí pensando que no podría podía empeorar. Me sentí decepcionado por lo que pasó. Todas las tontas razones por que las sucedieron cosas terribles. La tierra de los libre, libres no era libre y todavía no es gratis. Solo estoy triste. I'm pretty mad about the state of racism in this day and age. I mean, it's not like we have had hundreds of years to deal with it. It's pretty embarrassing that it's 2020 and we still haven't stopped racism. Estoy bastante enojado por el estado de racismo en estos días. Quiero decir, no es como si hubiéramos tenido cientos de años para lidiar con eso. Es bastante vergonzoso que sea 2020 y todavía no hayamos detenido el racismo. Yes, I am confused why people care about color so much. What is so bad about someone being a different color? I'm also, I also feel mad about what cops do to black people. Si estoy confundido porque la gente le importa tanto el color, ¿qué tiene de malo que alguien sea un color diferente? También me enfada lo que la policía les hace a los negros. I don't know how to feel. I feel normal and disappointed in white people for not treating people the same just because of how their skin color is and how they act. I also feel weird as if I want to change the way people think. And if you think that it is normal for people to feel happy about how they're treated, then they are bad. How would white people feel if we were in their shoes? I mean, like someday the tables will turn and white people will be in their shoes and feel how they feel. No sé cómo sentir. Me siento.
trato normal y también decepcionado con los blancos por, lo, por no tratar a las personas de la misma manera, solo por el color de su piel. También me siento raro como si quisiera cambiar la forma en la que la gente piensa. Y si crees que es normal que las personas se sienten felices de cómo las tratan son, males, son malas. ¿Cómo les gustaría a los blancos si estuvieron en su lugar? Siento que algún día las tornas cambiar, cambiarán y los blancos estarán en los zapatos y sentirán cómo se sentirán. Triste que la gente está muriendo por el mismo caso de sus abuelos. Sad that people are dying for the same case their grandparents did. I am disappointed. I'm disappointed because it's embarrassing living in a country where some people think they're better than others because they're white. I'm also embarrassed for those who think they know someone's whole story by taking one look. Estoy decepcionado. Estoy decepcionado porque es vergonzoso vivir en un país donde algunas personas piensan que son mejores que otras personas porque son blancas. También me avergüenzo que aquellos que piensan que conocen la historia completa de alguien con solo echar un vistazo. I'm frustrated about how people don't see the point to there being more racial equality movements. Some people think that it would just benefit black people. Others think that it won't matter because there will still be racism. But how can you know if you don't try? People need to open their eyes and see if there is no, see that if no one does anything to stop injustice, then how do we, how are we supposed to stop injustice? If you don't try, then how do you know you can't accomplish something? Me frustra que la gente no vea el sentido de que haya más movimientos por la igualdad racial. Algunas personas piensan que beneficiaría a los negros. Otras piensan que no importara porque siguiera, um, siguiera habiendo racismo. Pero, ¿cómo puedes saber si no lo intentas? La gente necesita abrir los ojos y ver que si nadie hace nada para detener la injusticia, ¿cómo se supone que debemos detener la injusticia? Si no lo intenta, ¿cómo sabe que no puede lograr algo? I don't understand why people are racist and what they win because the only thing they're doing is bringing more racism into the world because if a lot of people are being racist, children are going to think that it's something normal and right to do. But we have to end racism because it's not fair that mostly colored skinned people get judged. No entiendo por qué la gente es racista y que ganan porque lo único, no entiendo por qué la gente es racista y que ganen porque lo único que se hace es traer más racismo al mundo. Porque si mucha gente está siendo racista, los niños van a pensar que es algo normal y correcto. Pero tenemos que hacerlo. Acabar con el racismo porque no es justo que la mayoría de personas de piel de color sean juzgadas. You're listening to KPDO 89.3 FM Pescadero Radio. Estás escuchando a KPDO 89.3 Pescadero Radio. I don't feel too sad about the racist actions going on. I more feel infuriated and angry about having to deal with such stupid people and stupid liabilities and laws that make it so that black people in poverty have to pay more in taxes than rich white people. The government knows how to get around being racist, in quotes, by taking incredible racist actions and putting them into a piece of paper that says that, that things have to be done this way. 
no me siento demasiado triste por las acciones racistas que están ocurriendo. Me siento más enfuriado y enojado por tener que lidiar con personas tan estúpidas y obligaciones y leyes tan estúpidas que hacen que las personas negras en la pobreza tengan que pagar más impuestos que los blancos ricos. El gobierno sabe cómo evitar ser racista, en cotaciones, tomando acciones racistas increíbles y poniéndolas en un papel que dice que las cosas tienen que ser así. Yes, I'm very sad about what is happening and it about what's happening. It is, and people are getting killed for their color of their skin and assuming things that are actually not even happening, which hurts me, especially for the family. I could write a whole page about how people have gotten harmed or killed by racism. And like it's getting more recognized and protested to end police brutality and Black Lives Matter movement has started in 2013 by three black community organizers. And I think that's the point of the Black Lives Matter is that certain groups are not given their full rights of citizenship. While some people interpret the message as Black Lives Matter more than it's accurate to think of it as Black Lives Matter too. And studies are shown that black people are 2.5 more times more likely to get killed by the police. Sí, estoy muy triste por lo que está sucediendo. Es que la gente está siendo asesinada por el color de su piel y asumiendo cosas que en realidad ni siquiera están sucediendo. Y lo que me duele especialmente para la familia. Yo pudiera escribir una página completa de cuántas personas tiene herido o asesinado por el racismo. Y me gusta que se esté volviendo más reconocido y protestando por poner fin a la brutalidad policial, especialmente con el movimiento de las vidas negras en Porta, que comenzó en 2013 por tres organizadores de la comunidad negra. Y creo que ese es el punto del asunto de las vidas negras, es que ciertos grupos no reciben plenos derechos de ciudadanía, mientras que algunas personas interpreten el mensaje como que las vidas de los negros importan más, pero no es así. Es más que las vidas de negros importan también, también importan. Y los estudios demostraron que las personas negras son 2.5 más veces uh, probable de ser asesinadas por la policía. Another student. Well, I'm feeling frustrated because everyone should be treated the same, no matter what skin color or looks people have. Right now, our society has high, high standards and expect people to be perfect and have everything together. I'm just confused on why people have a problem with people of color. They're not hurting anyone. Also, people who are part of the LGBTQIA community, like why are not why are people um, letting them live their lives? Estoy confundido porque la gente tiene problemas con personas de color. No le hacen daño a nadie. También personas forman parte de la comunidad LGBTQIA. ¿Y cómo por qué no las personas desdejarle tranquilo para hacer su vida? I do feel sad and unfair to all races that aren't being treated right. I feel like people need to grow up and set an example for others to treat everyone equally and fairly. It doesn't matter what race you are. Treat everyone with respect you want, they, you want to receive. For example, Black people were slaves and still don't have justice. Imagine yourself being treated like that. You wouldn't like it. So you should think to yourself, what's wrong instead of putting them down, saying things of them and not giving them justice. You should help them get the justice they want. It also hurts me seeing Black people die and killed by, and killed, and killing innocent people just because they don't look like you doesn't mean you have a right to kill them. 
me siento triste y es injusto que todas las razas que no están siendo tratadas bien. Siento que la gente necesita crecer y tratar a las personas igual y justamente. No importa qué raza seas, trata a todos con el respeto que quieres que te den. Por ejemplo, los, los negros eran esclavos y todavía no tienen justicia. Debes ayudarlos a obtener la justicia que quieren. También me duele ver a gente negra morir y, ma y estar matado, gente inocente matado, solo porque no se vean como tú y no significa que tengas derecho a matarlos. I am angry because our police system has failed so much that now children and people who are people of color, POCs, don't even feel safe when police cars and cops are around because we feel that they will murder us. I'm angry because our own government wants to take our rights away. If a police officer feels unsafe, they can kill us without being punished. And the case will probably not be taken to court. And it go and it does, there's and if it does, there's a high chance the judge will be on the police officer's side. That's why I'm mad. I can't believe it's 2020 and this is still going on. Estoy enojado porque nuestro sistema policial ha fallado tanto que ahora los niños y las personas que son personas de color ni siquiera se sienten seguros cuando los coches de policía y las policías están porque sentimos que nos van a asesinar. Estoy enojado porque nuestro propio gobierno quiere quitarnos nuestros derechos. Si un oficial de la policía se siente inseguro, puede matarnos sin ser castigado. Y el caso probablemente no se llevará a los tribunales. Y si va a los tribunales, es probable que el juez esté al lado de los oficiales de la policía. Por eso estoy enojado. No puedo creer que sea 2020 y esto todavía está sucediendo. Thank you so much for listening as I translate back and forth more successfully in some moments to the dialogue around stamped racism, anti-racism, and you. Muchas gracias por escuchar mientras traduzco de un lado a otro con más éxito en algunos momentos el diálogo sobre stamped racismo, anti-racismo y usted. Listening to the thoughts of our children in regards to systemic racism is just one step in beginning to understand the oppression of white supremacy, settler colonialism, and the continuous fight for liberation. Escuchar los pensamientos de nuestros hijos con respeto al racismo sistémico es solo un paso para comenzar y comprender la opresión de la supremacía blanca, el colonialismo de y de los colonos y la lucha continua por la liberación. The question I hope to work with my students is going to be, how do we move forward as a country, as a global world of humans? How do we create spaces of healing? La pregunta que espero trabajar con mis estudiantes será, ¿cómo avanzamos? ¿Cómo creamos espacios de sanación? Espacios para sanar. A large part is addressing hard history and leading yourself into deep reflection on complacency, privilege, while working in tandem with deep humility and empathy in the hope that it leads us into action and advocacy for the sake of our humanity. Un gran parte es abordar la historia dura y llevarlo a la autorreflexión sobre la complacencia, el privilegio de trabajo en conjunto con una profunda humildad y empatía con la esperanza de que nos lleva a la acción y la defensa. Por, por el bien de nuestra humanidad. This is the time when the globe is in shock over the pandemic and we are in a deep societal dip 
And that is where we can catalyze to do that identity work. Esto es en el momento cuando el mundo está en estado de shock por la pandemia y estamos en una profunda inmersión social. Y eso es el espacio donde podemos hacer ese trabajo de identidad. And if any part of this conversation caused discomfort, I encourage you to step into that discomfort and begin to question the why behind it. What have I been socialized to believe? How is my way of existing different between Black, white, Indigenous, and people of color's identities? Y si alguna parte de, parte de esta conversa, conversación le causó incom, incomodidad, le animo a que se adentre en esta incomodidad perdón, y comience a cuestionarse el por qué, por qué sentimos incómodo con esa información. ¿En qué me han socializado, socializado para creer? ¿En qué se diferencia mi forma de existir entre identidades blancas, negras, indígenas y gente de color? How have people that don't look like me operate and live in North American society? Understanding at the same time that the ways we behave, speak, and believe is an intentional process that the system uses to keep us in the dark about our traumatic history. We need to question ourselves internally, critically assess and move forward with bravery. ¿Cómo es que personas que no se parecen de mi identidad viven en la sociedad norteamericana? Entendiendo al mismo tiempo que la forma en que nos comportamos, hablamos y creemos es un proceso intencional para esconder nuestra historia, nuestra historia traumática. Necesitamos cuestionarnos internamente, evaluar críticamente y avanzar con coraje. Thank you. You're listening to KPDO 89.3 FM Pescadero Radio. Gracias. Estás escuchando KPDO 89.3 FM Pescadero Radio.